I just want to say Merry Christmas. And Christmas is a special time for me because when I was about five, I remember, I still remember um, going to church on Christmas Eve and hearing the message of Jesus, that Jesus came as a baby to be the Savior of the world. Not just the Savior of the world, but the Savior for me. And it became very personal for me, and I'm so thankful that God made his message clear to me, that he loves me so much that Jesus himself came to die for my wrongdoings because I know I'm not good enough. And I accepted Christ as my Savior when I was little. Our church met in a facility, uh, the auditorium at the George School in Newtown, if you're familiar with that campus. That's where our church was meeting at the time. And I still remember hearing the story of Jesus and believing in him, that God gave me faith to believe and trust in him. I wanted to share with you a couple pictures of uh, our traditions growing up for Christmas. Um, Growing up in our house, what we would do is in the morning, we would sing happy birthday to Jesus. We'd have sticky buns or honey buns. Um, We actually did this with our family this morning too. And then sing happy birthday to Jesus. Um, We were only allowed to get to our stockings before breakfast. So we could run down the stairs really early, open up our stockings, get all the little knickknacks and treats out of there. But then we had to sing happy birthday, have breakfast before we could get to our presents. Of course, that was always what we looked forward to the most was getting our presents. Um, Do you guys love gifts? I love gifts. I love opening presents I think there's one more picture. It looks like I might not be so happy, but that's me opening a present there on Christmas. Um, It seems like that should be like a long time ago, but it wasn't actually that long ago. I think I was in high school, Um, but I look like a baby there. Um, But gifts are an incredible blessing, aren't they? I'm sure you can remember some gifts that you were given that made an impact in your life that you still remember, maybe even though you received them years ago. But gifts are, can, can be an incredible blessing, even ones that are totally unexpected. So this year, actually, I feel like I don't win that many contests. Sometimes there's like radio contests or sweepstakes and things. But I actually, on my email chain a couple weeks ago, I got this email. It looked like the, the logo was a little different than what I'm used to seeing for Carnival Cruises. But then I opened it up and it said, congratulations, you won a four-day cruise with Carnival Cruise. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> and then, like, I read it and all they wanted me to do was send my credit card information. I wasn't sure why, because it said it was free. So, but we know that sometimes gifts that are unexpected, sometimes they come with a catch or they're just a hoax. But... Not many gifts are given to us that are truly free. And this morning, I want to share with you this incredible gift that has been given to you that's free, that is ultimate, and that is transformational. That no gift is like it. And about 2,000 years ago, this story doesn't start with once upon a time because it's true. An angel came and told shepherds, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. You see, this was the gift of the Son of God himself. God 
came to be here with us. Born as a baby in Bethlehem, I still cannot completely understand this amazing gift that God came himself. Jesus was born. Now, there was a man after Jesus was born that was told that he would not pass away before seeing the Son of God, the Messiah. He had this promise that he would see the Savior before he passed away. So this godly man, he waited in the temple, and it was time for Jesus to be brought to the temple for dedication. This is in Luke chapter 2, verses 29 to 32, and it says this. Now, Lord, you are letting your bondservant depart in peace according to your word. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the presence of all the peoples, a light for revelation for the Gentiles and the glory for your people, Israel. You see, this gift is not just for the people of Israel, but it's for all people. It's for everyone. And this is exactly what Christmas is about. The birth of our Savior and God's present to us is his presence. God's present to us is his presence. In John chapter 1, it says, The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us, that we have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only Son, who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. I don't understand because I know I'm not worthy. But God himself left his throne in heaven and he put on flesh. He became a man to live here with us. Not only to teach us, not only to lead us, but also to pay for the penalty of my wrongdoings, to pay for the penalty of my sin. He truly is our Savior. He came to come and to seek and to save the lost. That's me. To save me from my sin. Not only to save me from my sin, but to save me from the power of sin, which is death. Forever. But there was a great cost to this gift. In Philippians chapter 2, it talks about the cost that Jesus made, what he paid for so that he could give you this free gift. It says, Have this attitude in yourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus, who was as he already existed in the form of God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but emptied himself by taking the form of a bondservant and being born in the likeness of men. Being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, death on a cross. For this reason, also God highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name which is above every name so that at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow of those who are in heaven and on earth and under the earth and that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. You see, the gift that God has given us is free to us because of the ultimate cost that God 
himself paid for, giving up his only son to die for you and for me. This idea of something being free to you, it means it comes at no cost to you, no cost to me. There is nothing that I can do to earn this gift. Not only do I not have to pay anything, but it means that I don't deserve it. I receive it totally undeservedly. We did not do anything to deserve this amazing gift, but God has shown his love to you and to me by giving up Jesus, his son. So what is this gift? What besides Jesus coming as a baby, what else does this gift mean to us? In Romans chapter 6, it says this, For the wages of sin is death. But the gracious or free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. Did you catch that? The gift is eternal life. I cannot wrap my mind around that. That God himself would offer us this amazing free and ultimate gift of eternal life. It doesn't just mean that we're going to live forever. But what it says is our life is in Christ. That means that this gift does not just start after death. But it starts as soon as we receive it. It starts in this life. It starts now. The Spirit of God dwells in us if we put our faith and trust in Jesus to receive this gift. He makes us a new creation. The old is gone and the new has come. He helps us to be obedient to him so that our lives can be redeemed and restored starting now, not just in the life to come. He's made me whole, complete. He's given me peace and patience and joy that is beyond understanding he helps me to be faithful and good, not because I am good in of myself, but the only good in me is because of Christ Jesus. He helps me to do what is right, to be gentle. He transforms us, and he takes away our sin. The way that he sees you as blameless and perfect because Jesus has taken our sin away, and he's clothed us with his righteousness. This gift is free and ultimate and transformational. It's the ultimate gift. I cannot believe it, but it's true. It transforms us and changes us and it makes us new. We had this saying growing up in our house, new things make us happy. That's part of the fun of opening presents to find out what you have and to be able to play with something new. But there was another part of that phrase, only for a little bit of time. Because after a while, the newness becomes old, but not this gift, not the gift that Christ has given to us. This is a forever kind of change, a change that never goes away, never changes. It changes us but it never gets old. So how do we receive this free, ultimate, transformational gift? John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son that everyone who believes in him 
will not perish, but have eternal life. We accept this gift by putting our faith and trust in God. It's free, no cost to us. There is nothing that we can do to earn this gift. It's by putting our faith in what Jesus has done for us. I'm not sure if you received a piece of paper on your way in here, but if you did, you can take it out. And if you're at home watching this, I'll just give you a moment. Go and find a blank piece of paper, just as simple as an eight and a half by 11 sheet of paper. I want to share with you a story that ties into what we've just talked about. And I want to show you so that you can share this story about this free, ultimate, transformational gift with others. So you have your piece of paper? I have mine. Okay? And it's as simple and as ordinary. The gift of Jesus coming as a baby is as simple, as ordinary as this piece of white paper. But you're going to take it. You ready? We're going to fold. It's not origami or anything, but I'm going to walk through with this with you, okay? You're going to take the right corner, and you're going to bring that down. So it kind of looks like a ramp or a scale, and you're going to fold it just like that. Listen, we know that because God is perfect, he cannot be in the presence of sin. And sin is anything that we do that's wrong. Anything that we think or say or do that doesn't please God is considered sin. It separates us from God. And yet, sometimes we still think of ourselves as this scale. As long as the bad things that we do is outweighed by the good things, then we have this ramp and we can meet God. But we know it's not true. Because no matter how many good things we do, we still have this problem that we have to deal with. This sin problem that results in what we said, death. Separation from God for all of eternity. Now you're going to take that other corner and you're just going to fold that back down. But here it is. God, he wants to make his home with you. He loves you so much that he wants to be with you. He desires to be with you so much that he left his throne in heaven and came down to earth to be with us so that we can have a relationship with God. The almighty creator of all things wants to have a relationship with you. And yet there's still some times that we decide we want to work our way to heaven. So what you're going to do is you're going to fold the house in half I know you've been dying to do this since you had your paper, but this is it, the moment you're going to make your paper airplane now. But you have to do it this way. Fold your house in half. Now you're going to fold. You should have your two wings. You're going to fold your wings down like that. Pop them out. You got your wings. But sometimes we still think we can earn our way to heaven. We make strategies, we build our different mechanisms, or we try to be good enough. We do these things and we think, I'm good enough to make my way to heaven. It's okay if I throw this? 
Listen, you're, you're more than welcome to throw it as long as you can retrieve it before the next step, okay? So I'm going to throw mine. But it doesn't ever make it. We will never make it to heaven on our own. We will never make it to be with God. I have my other one, my spare. Okay? Um, <clears throat> it's exactly like that one, I promise. It's at the point to receive this free gift that we admit we are not good enough. We, in our own strength, cannot be perfect. And so we realize, you're going to fold your wings down like this again, that this is meaningless. You have the crease of the wings. All you're going to do now is you're going to follow that crease and you're going to rip your wings off of the plane. It's meaningless. The things that we can do, we can never earn our way to heaven. It's the free gift of Jesus and what he did that we can be with God and accept this free gift and it's by faith alone. And what Jesus has done on the cross that he paid for our sins when he died on the cross because Jesus, he's perfect. That he did this for you. He died on the cross for you. And three days later, he came back to life so that you could experience eternal life today, church, family. This is the free, ultimate, transformational gift is Jesus to live in Christ. Church, Merry Christmas. Let me pray. Lord, we're so thankful that we have this free ultimate gift that's transformational because of what Jesus has done for us. And Lord, I know that for many of us, we try to do good things in our own strength to earn our way or to earn your favor, to earn your love. Or we pretend that you don't exist. But we know that you've revealed yourself to us by your creation. That this story isn't a made-up fairy tale, but it's true. So Lord, I just pray that as we think about this story, that you would help us to have faith to believe and to trust in you today. That Jesus can give us this free ultimate gift that transforms us today and forever. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Merry Christmas. Enjoy the rest of this year.